Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you're listening to episode 219 of the podcast. It is the sports preview show of the weekend. And first of all, I have to start with an apology. We are a little bit later than usual on Friday evening putting out the show. We're also a little bit light on content this week and unfortunately that is due to a family bereavement this week which has, I suppose, taken up most of my time and my focus understandably for the last couple of days we do have to continue with the show the show must go on as they say so we do have a show of sorts for you we had hoped to do a real in-depth focus on all of the clubs involved in this weekend's senior championship quarterfinals but unfortunately we've had to pare it back down we had three years or so interviews set up and we will hear from Emlyn Mulligan Shane Quinn and Aidan Flynn of Melvin Gales Mull and Leitrim Gales respectively later in the programme when we talk about the actual championship games this weekend. We'll run through the fixtures this weekend. There's only action at senior and intermediate level in the men's football this week. A break for the ladies. And we'll have the quarterfinals and the important relegation playoff games also on the show today. There is some soccer. Air Tricity League action off this weekend in place of the FAI Cup. So Sligo Rovers do have a game. They play UCD away on Sunday evening. In the Belfield Bowl. That game live on the streaming platform watchloi.ie. You can get that there for five euros. Or if you're not already a member, there's a half season ticket price of 39 euros, which has over 50 games between now and the end of the season for any soccer fans out there considering that. There's also some women's national league action this weekend. Derville Laburn and her P Match United side in action tomorrow afternoon against Athlone Town 6.30 kickoff there for Dervila and her teammates. They will be playing in Green Oak up in Piemount United against the new side in the league, two new sides in the league this year. Piemount saw Bohemians last week and this week they look at Athlone Town, another new side in the competition this year. There's also athletics focus this weekend and that is the national championships. The second weekend of the national championships takes place on Saturday and Sunday. There's some Leitrim interest in the 110 metre hurdles, national champion Gerard O'Donnell will be in action. That race starts at 14.55, that's five minutes to three on Sunday afternoon. So if you're not focused on the live streaming, we'll talk about that more in terms of the Leitrim GAA games over the weekend. But at that time, it's expected to be covered on the television. So check that out, Gerard O'Donnell on Sunday afternoon of Carrick and Shannon Athletic Club, obviously, obviously a native of the county town. And it's his outdoor season debut and he'll be running to defend his national title. So the very best of luck to Jared this weekend. We all wish him the very best of luck. Now, in terms of the actual fixtures this weekend, there's a full round of games, obviously, at the quarterfinal stage, at senior and intermediate. We're going to start, first of all, with the senior championship, and the games are spaced out nicely over the weekend. All of these games live on the Leitrim GAA live streaming platform. You can find out all the information on that at live.leitrimgaa.ie. All the information is there. It's €7 to watch one game this weekend, but €20 to watch all four quarterfinals. So if your interest across the whole spectrum of football in the county, well worth the investment of the the entire weekend pass. But if it's just one team that takes your fancy and you want to see how your local side are getting on, do check that out. €7. It's been free up to now through the group stages. Uh, It's been excellent. The coverage has been really, really good. The production values have been very high. Commentary, of course, from John Lynch and Martin McGowan has been top-notch. And the work that's behind done behind the scenes, I know we had Brendan Doyle on the show a couple of weeks ago and himself and Martin Costello and a couple of others involved behind the scenes are really pulling out all the stops to make sure that while you can't get to games, 
that you do have the opportunity to watch the games in as good a quality as possible at home. Those games, you can put them on the TV, you can watch them on a computer, you can watch them on your phone. Check it out over the course of the weekend. Anyway, that's enough about the technical end of things. All the information, live.leachfromgaa.ie, where you can check out the actual games. And the games you can check out starting on Saturday afternoon at 3pm, all games in Park Sean McDermott in the Senior Championship, all at quarter-final stage. It's Alan Gales versus Mohol. We'll hear from Shane Quinn later in the programme. While on Saturday afternoon afterwards, 6.30 throw-in there, also in Park Sean, Fianna St. Collins and Leitrim Gales. They take place. Uh, it's a repeat of an intermediate final from a couple of years ago, intermediate maybe semi-final from a couple of years ago. Will be an absolutely cracking game, I would imagine. Uh, we'll be talking to Aidan Flynn of Leitrim Gales later in the show. On Sunday, two games both in Carrick and Shannon in the Senior Championship. One at 1pm, that's Melvin Gales versus St Mary's Kiltard. We'll hear from Emlyn Mulligan ahead of that repeat of last year's quarter-final round, while a repeat of last year's final happens at 4.30 on Sunday afternoon. Sean O'Hessens versus Glencar Manor. What a game that promises to be. Last year's final was an absolute humdinger, and there's no reason to suspect that this year's quarter will be anything different uh, four fantastic clashes in in store for all supporters this weekend it's unfortunate people can't get to those games but as we said live.leitrimga.ie should see you sitting in the best seat in the house for all of those games and there is one other game of note taking place at senior level this weekend and it is to decide which of the two sides taking part will retain that senior status and that's neighbours ahawillan versus drum Riley. both disappointing i think it's fair to say campaigns in the group stages and they'll be looking to survive in the senior grade for one more season at the very very least Ahawillan of course champions in 14 16 and 18 will not want to be dropping out of the senior grade they play drum Riley in Balnamore at 12 o'clock on Sunday it's 12 noon on Sunday that game will not be on the live streaming platform and also behind closed doors so um, there will be opportunities I suppose with each of the clubs I know how well and have streamed games in the past check with your clubs find out whether they are running those facilities again this Sunday afternoon in terms of the intermediate championship there are two games on Saturday as well and two games on Sunday in the quarterfinals of that competition Achnashilan play Gortletra in Balnamore at 2pm while Carrie Gallen and Drum Kieran do battle at 5.30 also in Balnamore now, the Anadolf-Bornacula game in Clune at noon on Sunday will be a bit of a first for us here at Leitrim Daily. You'll have live commentary, live video streaming of the game from Clune via the Bornacula Facebook page and their website. So check out their Facebook page, Bornacula GA Club, for more information on that. It'll be live from about 5 minutes to 12 on Sunday, after, um, Sunday morning, effectively, just before noon on Sunday. And we'll bring you live commentary. I'll be joined by uh, some members of the Bornacula Club to have a look at maybe how all things are going on within Bornacula, but also to bring you the game with full live commentary on Sunday afternoon. Balnaglera and Drumahair, they do battle at the same time, 12 o'clock in Alan Gales in Drumshambo Park. Shane McGilligan, uh, that game also thrown in at noon on Sunday. The final game in the Intermediate Championship is the relegation final and similarly to the senior championship it's all about survival on saturday at 5 p.m in clune eslin and kiltubbard do battle two sides that we might not have expected to have seen 
at this stage of the championship in this predicament. But one of them will be in junior football next season. And both sides will be doing their level best to try and avoid that fate. Anyway, that is the actual football for the weekend. We've gone through everything else that's happening. Let's jump straight into the interviews. As I said, the three lads will be chatting to you in conversation with me about their anticipation of what's ahead of them this weekend in, in some of these titanic battles that we can expect. Now the first quarterfinal of the weekend at senior level is the clash of Muhl and Alan Gales in Park Sean tomorrow at 3pm. Shane Quinn joins me now from Muhl. Shane, welcome back to the show. Cheers for having me, Bethany. Shane, it's been a pretty impressive outing for Mohol this year in the Championship. Uh, defeat on the opening day to Ballinamore, but it's been pretty good for for you since then. And you've uh, topped the table in, in your group. You must be happy with how the Championship's gone so far. Yeah, of course, we wanted to kind of go out and win all games. Um, John, the Ballinamore, we were very hurt after the Ballinamore defeat. Like, you know, it was... It was it was different this this time around with um but the, the build up we had into it everything was the same so it was kind of just not covered that game and so as the game as, as as more games came we kind of built into it more but um yeah happy enough the way it went like we topped the group that was that was our aim but uh John, we still we only got kind of performances and patches John and Fina we played for five ten minutes so we were looking for it with the, there with a with a victory like. Uh, Carlos, we were slow starting, but you know we kind of we kind of blew them away in the end. But so they've improved the sight since then. And then Holland, you know, the first 15 minutes it took us a long, long time to to get the grips of them. But once we got the grips of them, you know kind of the kind of fitness and and strength and depth kind of won out in the end. But um, so it's, it's, it's business time now, so you can't look back at any of them. It's it's what happens in front of you now from from now on. I suppose from the outside looking in, in terms of a neutral point of view, uh, Alan Gales and Drumshambo have, have almost struggled to get out of that group. They only secured their passage on the last game where most other teams had secured it a game or two earlier. In terms of, of your outlook for the quarterfinal, will you put anything into that or do you take this at face value? It's Alan Gales, they're there to be beaten. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I suppose it's knockout stage now, so anyone can beat anyone. Like they're, they might struggle to get through their, their group, but... John, that group it might look easy on paper, but it was still difficult teams there. Like we have played Leach and Village a few times since the company since they came up to Division One and Joe we struggled to beat them. Uh Jermaine give us serious headaches every time we played them, but um and then you have Manor and Melvin Gales there. So like that was that was a difficult group and John did them well to get out of it and John they've a good few players back this year that haven't been playing in the last number of years, like Brian Mulvey, Thomas Mulvey, uh, a few like that. So and they have a good manager um, with them this year, so they'll be they'll be hard bets. Like we have to we have to put the shoulder to the wheel and you know concentrate on this hour, you know sixty five minutes to you know to get over the line. It'll be nothing easy with them, right? You know, it'll be a difficult one. So we have to just take it take it as the game comes and, and build on it. Obviously, last year you reached the semi final stage. You're one game away from that this year. I suppose you'd be disappointed if you don't get back to the same level at least as where you set last year. Yeah, um, like with the, with the semi-final defeat last year, that still that still hurts in the camp. I know we, we in some ways rectify it in in, in the league game against Dunmore, but you know, we we see it aspirations to to go beyond semi-final and just, you know, we'll hopefully win it out. But like we can't we can't take our eye off the prize yet. Like we still have Joshamba there and Joshamba have nothing to lose. 
It's a strange year, so anything can happen. Like so, we'll concentrate on getting to the semi-final first, and like please God, we get there, and then we concentrate on the the first Ireland games first. See how see how that goes. In terms of the actual game, what can you tell us about how Mohal are preparing for this game on on Saturday afternoon? Ah, yeah, we're preparing well. Like um, a couple of niggles there, probably needed that week off. Their last game, just against kind of bodies, right? Um, you know, preparations going good. You know, everyone's just battling the series for, for positions. There, you know, there's no one guaranteed a position on the pitch. Um, you know, the series competition. So we're training, we're training hard for like so. Preparations are going well. So hopefully now we do can just put what we're doing on the training pitch and straight onto the field on Saturday. Anybody um, going to be missing the match or anyone that we might not have heard about? Or can you tell us that information yet? <laughs> no, I don't think. I think we will have a full pick. There might be a few needles here and there. Like, um, no more Friday night. Uh, see how people are. Like, but um, <laughs> kind of keep it to myself for now. Yeah, <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> in in terms of the actual game, though, I suppose it's going to be a very different experience for every team because there's no supporters in there. You won't have friends, family, neighbours, club members, and supporters in cheering you on or or consoling you after a, a defeat, maybe on on Saturday. So, in terms of of how that's going to affect the game, do you see that having a major impact on on how the game pa- pans out? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange one. Um, you know, I've no clue there. Like Perkshawn is a, it's a big open field when the crowd is there, and it's going to be it's going to be twice the size. And um, without the crowd there, I've played a couple of challenge matches for each from no crowds there, and it's it's, it's eerie. Like you know, this. So you kind of need the supporters there, like you know, so we can so we can you play football, like you know, you play for the support and for the supporters and for, for your family and friends, like um. It'll be strange, I suppose, they can't really say too much about it because <laughs> I don't really know what it's going to be like for a couple of years. In the heat of the, the championship games, it's normally the crowd that either lifts you or the opposition crowd that kind of gets on top of you. But it'll be interesting to see what way it goes. Like, you know, I'd love to have the, have the supporters there, but it's just the times they are. Like, Do you think it'd be a challenge for players like yourself to, to motivate yourselves without that kind of extra support on the sidelines? Yeah, like I probably will, because, you know, without getting effed or blinded out of it for making a mistake, you know, you could get complacent. Look, the way the way we used to we used to kind of forget about who's going to be there, who's not going to be there, and concentrate for the hour, John, um, the six or five minutes, whatever the game may be. So the, and yeah, at the end of it, it's kind of, hopefully, it won't matter who's there. We need to just focus on getting the job done and then you know, hopefully in two weeks' time or you know, if we get past the semi-final, you know, the crowds might be let back in. So, so just have to take this one as it comes, I suppose. Have you given any thought towards the streaming at all? Because obviously all games will be live-streamed now through the, the knockout stages and you could be in a situation where you have uh, thousands and thousands of people, albeit that you can't see them, actually watching every move of the, the games over the weekend. Yeah, well, we've we've streamed all our games so far, so like, we don't really pay too much attention to it. Um, John, like John, played played a couple of games uh, for Leeds that we John Shannon side or anything like that. Like so, you kind of don't pay any any attention to any of that crack. Like John, that's that's for the that's for the supporters. Um, John, we won't we won't pay any attention to that. Like it won't it shouldn't affect us in any any way at all. Just get on with the game, absolutely. Well, listen, Shane, yeah. the, the very best of luck to yourself and the Mohal side um, on Saturday afternoon, and, and here's hoping that it goes the way you're looking for at the weekend. 
So that's perfect. Rest me. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks so much. Now at 6.30 on Saturday evening sees the clash of Fianna St. Collins and Leitrim Gales. It's Leitrim Gales' first attempt at a senior championship and they've acquitted themselves quite well. I'm joined now by Aidan Flynn, a county star as well as a stalwart of Leitrim Gales. Aidan, welcome back to the show. Thanks a million, Bethany. Thanks for having me. It must be exciting times around Leitrim Village at the moment in terms of this is probably the biggest game in their history. And once again, it's Fianna. You've had some tussles with Fianna over the years at intermediate level and not always have come out the right side of it from a Leitrim Gales point of view. How are you faring ahead of this week's game? Ah, look, we're, we're we're looking forward to it. I suppose it's it's a it's a new adventure for our team being in the senior championship this year. And we've had loads of battles with Fina over the years. Some have went our way, and I suppose some haven't as well. So we'll be looking we'll be looking forward to locking horns with them again at the weekend. In terms of the championship so far, let's take a look back over how the group went for you because I think people expected you possibly to come out of that group, but maybe not quite in the style that you did because you really put it up to every team you played and, and you started with a fantastic win against Melvin Gales. What are your memories of that day? I know it's only about five weeks ago now, but what are your memories as an individual and as a club in terms of, of how that day went for you? Uh, look, we, we we were you know we were very excited about that day coming you know our first chance of the the of the crack of the senior championship and I suppose that day it was an added bonus that um it was at home um I think that worked very well in the in the championship this year the home games and the away games um but look we got the result that day we we went on and we got a couple of other results as well and I suppose the last day it did, it didn't go our way uh, against Manor in the group stage. So it's, it's been a big, a mixed bag from us really with results and performances. So hopefully we can get, you know, the performance right first and then hopefully we possibly a result after that at the weekend. Now it's funny because everybody's been beating everybody. Nobody came through the group stages with unbeaten. You were the last team to lose your unbeaten status in the fifth round of games. The Manor game in particular, they obviously had struggled against Melvin Gales the previous week and you'd beaten Melvin Gale, so there would have been some anticipation that you might actually go out there and beat Manor as well, even though they're the county champions. What is it about the circumstances of this year's championship that has meant that teams are so level coming into these games? Well, I suppose uh, I suppose the county board has to take a little bit of credit in that, as reducing the championships to, to 10 teams, I think, has definitely upped the competitiveness of it. Like, you know... Um, there are teams beating everyone, and and maybe I suppose with the year that's in it as well, teams haven't got the maybe six months training to you know to be really flying it and going well or be at, at top gear, and um, it's just led to more even playing field. But it's been a great championship so far, and hopefully the knockout stages is the same. But we, for everyone, will be hoping that there's close and competitive games, and you know we get a couple of really good ones at the weekend. Now, there's a couple of new faces in the team this year. I know Donald Casey has come in for his first full season with the club. He's made a big impact. There's others. Your own brother, Jack, was influential last year, scored the goal in the Intermediate Championship win, and finally he's let nobody forget about that. But in terms of what's going on, like you have two brothers in the team. There's a lot of kind of, there's three or four Mortons on the team. There's a lot of families that are the backbone of, the, of this side. How much of a, I suppose, difference is that when you're playing with your brothers and your neighbours rather than, say, maybe when you're at county level? Um, yeah, look, and I suppose I suppose it's different uh, when you when when you're in the middle of uh, uh, playing. You, you you know you don't pass much heat on that, but um, no, it is. It's 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 great to be playing with brothers and friends and stuff like that. But look at like it's any any team you're playing with, you're you're gonna 
have friendships there and and you know like you know i i, I enjoy playing in all the teams I, I play on but it it is nice to play with your brothers and and, and neighbors and things like that so look at where we're looking forward to doing that again at the weekend now of course the game 6.30 on Saturday evening in Park Sean McDermott as all of the senior championships at quarterfinals are in the same venue it's going to be I suppose televised for want of a better word it's going to be streamed live on the new platform from Leitrim GA that's something you've been used to you've had one of your games already televised on that service does it bring an added feature to it knowing that maybe you've got friends or family or or even long lost neighbours watching from all over the world uh, to what's happening in, in Leitrim um, well look at I suppose it, it, it makes up for the fact that you know people aren't allowed to attend it I think I think everyone is you know is disappointed with that that you know the people aren't allowed to, to, to go to these games after, you know with government, government restrictions at the weekend so you know, hopefully that that's the most important thing, I suppose, Brefney, that, you know, I've spoke to several people during the week that are, you know, they're, they're they're really upset that they're missing the game, you know. So that that's the most important thing for these streams is to give the people, the people that go on a weekly basis to, to, to go and see, see us, you know, an opportunity to see us at the weekend. The actual game itself, let's talk about that for a moment because it promises to be an absolute cracker of a game. As you we talked about the opening there's so many really big games between yourselves and Fiend at intermediate level. Not necessarily in the last year or two, but maybe up to 2016, 2017. You seem to meet them every year, and they always seem to have that little bit of an obstacle in your way when it came to winning that intermediate championship. What's the thoughts going into the game at the weekend? Ah, uh, look, I suppose it's 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 uh, we've had great battles with Fiend over the years. We've we, we there would have been three, maybe three or four years in a row that we played them. You know, uh, three or four times within the year. So, look, we we both know the opposition very well. But I suppose both teams have added, you know, another player or two in the in the last year or two. And you know, for both teams, it's their first chance, uh, the crack of a senior quarterfinal. So it is new in a way for for both teams. So look at it's it's always been a great battle. It's always been a good game. So I'm sure it'll be more of the same at the weekend. What are maybe is there anything you can tell us about maybe your approach to the game that might be slightly different? Uh, because obviously they bring a very fast moving game. They've got forwards of the caliber Ryan O'Rourke, Reardon O'Rourke, plenty of other names in there as well. Jack Gilhaney's a very strong influencer on the middle of the field. In terms of of what can possibly be brought at you, do you approach it slightly differently, or do you just keep doing your own thing? Ah, uh, look, we we've we've been focusing on ourselves and and, and taking it one game at a time. Um, all year, so look, we we'll be doing the same thing in that um, in that regard, Brefney. We'll just be trying to focus focus on ourselves. Now, you know, we'll be aware of the players that they possess. You know, they're they're a serious outfit. They're five players um, on on our count on a county panel this year. Like so, look, at we we we'll be wary of them, but we begin we'll be focusing on ourselves. You're looking at numbers on county panels. There's plenty of Leitrim Gales boys knocking on the door. The county team as well. I know you, there's yourself and David Bruins there, and um, Brendan. Flynn has been involved and Donald Casey's been on the fringes as well so there's plenty of experience on both sides it should be a real cracker of a game Ah oh, look at yeah look like um, it's, uh, I, I think you know everybody everybody is kind of saying that it's going to be you know one of the tighter of, of the quarterfinals of the weekend it might work out like that and it might and you just you, you just don't know but look at it uh, Hopefully, for everyone that is viewing it on the, on that streaming during the um, Leitrim GA streaming device at the weekend, you know that it is a good game and and it's enjoyable to watch. 
and not to be too presumptuous, but should you get through on Saturday evening, you will be looking at a semi-final against one of the winners of the other three quarterfinals. Now, it's an open draw, so you could get anybody, even possibly one of the teams you've played already. Is there anybody you wouldn't like to get in a semi-final should you get there? Well, I suppose, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, I don't think any team is looking at, you know, if you look at the four quarterfinals, they are, they are very tight, briefly, and I, I, you know, I genuinely will say, I don't think any team is looking at a semi-final yet, you know, because, like, you don't even know who's going to be there, you know, so, you know, like, the, the other games are, are, are brilliant games as well, they're going to be, you know, if you look at Baltimore and, and, and Manor, for example, like, that's, that's the, the county final last year, you know, so, you don't even know who's going to win that game really so we'd be focusing on 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 the quarterfinal at the weekend and i'm sure all the other seven teams will be exactly the same well done very diplomatic answer i like it <laughs> to avoid setting yourself up to get a slap in the semi-final should you get there listen aiden it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you congratulations on a fantastic season so far and i'm sure uh, tomorrow tomorrow night's going to be an absolute cracker of a game and wherever it finishes whether it's next this weekend or a couple of weekends down the line the very best luck for the rest of the championship Great stuff. Thanks, Bethany. Now the third quarterfinal of the weekend sees Kinlaw travel to Carrick and Shannon to take on the local side St Mary's in what I suppose is, is hardly a neutral venue but given the circumstances with all games taking place in Carrick this weekend Kinlaw have that journey to Carrick and Shannon. Emlyn Mulligan joins me ahead of the game on Sunday afternoon. Emlyn, welcome to the programme. Thanks for having me, Refni. Now, it's a repeat of last year's quarterfinal. You met at the same stage last year. It went very well for ye last year, not so much for Carrick. A bit of turnaround in terms of the, the personnel on the Carrick bench. Uh, it's the very same group, I suppose, from your point of view. How do you see this year's game going compared to last year? Yeah, listen, first and foremost, I suppose, on for both teams starting off this year, um, I think we're a first-round defeat. For ourselves, obviously, Leitrim Gales and obviously for St Mary's and FINA, people are probably, there was a lot of pressure on both teams. So, both of us are obviously glad, first and foremost, to be in a quarter final. Um, in terms of the draw, I think both teams would have been quite content with the draw as well. Um, neither team will obviously fare each other, but obviously, having bet Mary's last year might give him the upper hand in terms of maybe the feel that they have to get one over us. But yeah, listen, our team, I suppose, is very similar. A couple of young lads have got an extra bit of experience. We're missing, obviously, Liam Ryan, who's a massive loss for us, unfortunately, he's abroad. Um, but yeah, listen. I think both teams are confident they can they can obviously win it on the day. Um, I suppose. Listen, the factor is with with no fans there, it's going to add a different atmosphere to it. And whether it takes away the bite from it, I'm not sure. You know, and I've I've heard from different people over the last weekend playing games in them circumstances. They've definitely said it's been a lot more dead. And I suppose just the bite isn't there with the with the enthusiasm of the fans getting on top of you or the pressure of free kicks or you know these little elements are going to make a huge difference. But Inevitably, the game has to be played. Unfortunately, the circumstances aren't the way we want it. But listen, looking forward to it all the same. I know you've been fairly outspoken on social media during the week about the whole behind-closed-doors thing. Can it work in some players' advantage? I know you're looking at it from a negative point of view, but maybe the player that gets overawed a little bit by that, could it work for them? Yeah, I completely agree on that side of it too. There's definitely players that I suppose you've seen, you see over the years yourself, there's some players I find are very good at training when there's no pressure or that when they come to the game and there's a bit of people looking at them, pressure on them to find them, maybe they fade away into the into the background. But yeah, listen, it could help some players definitely. And as you said there, especially like 
you know, free kicks, free kick takers. I know myself, uh, the difference in kicking a training or different in, in, in a game. If you miss one, the pressure's on you from the crowd. But it's a totally surreal experience now coming forward. And I understand that as well. But at the end of the day, we play football for the fans, you know, and play for our families. And even for myself, not to have my mum and dad there who haven't missed a game, I'd say, since I started playing, my wife. You know, it's just, I suppose, when you enjoy these wins, who are you, who you there to enjoy them with? Obviously, your teammates are important, but still, it's still part of the community and family. And it's just, I suppose, it is such a sad experience. And I suppose I was, I'd spoken at the start, and I know Leitrim were for one of the first counties to to push this motion forward. And I suppose what disappointed me was, having spoken to my own chairman, that we weren't under any pressure um, getting rid of our 100 tickets. Like, you know, we had, our, we had the same people every week to give who deserved to get the tickets and there was no issue and I suppose the fact that in the sense and hadn't confirmed hadn't confronted or spoke to our county chair or our club chairman, I suppose that's where the kind of I suppose disagreement came on my behalf. But listen, the whole nation now is obviously under the same rule and we have to get on with it. So I suppose you can't really dwell too much more on it. Absolutely. It's kind of it's a done deal now. It's been put to bed. Before we get into the nitty gritty of of Sunday's game, let's talk about the four games you've played so far. A disappointing start, as you mentioned. It's the only game I saw in person of your championship so far. And you seem to have kind of quietly gone about your business and kept knocking away and you finished top of that group. After such a bad start, that's a pretty impressive feat. Yeah, listen, the start wasn't ideal, Rathley, and in fairness, hats off to Luton Village. Um, we went up there maybe... Maybe would have been not. I wouldn't say overly confident, but just not bringing the same intensity. And I suppose this endured. I suppose the first few games for us, the felt like preseason is only finding your feet. And I know that myself. Um, I had no influence at all in that game, and I suppose it took me a few games to get going. But I think a lot of players were the same. Last year, we the last two three years we've been the same. Breath. We have to leave it to the last few games to to actually get out of the group. So listen, we we've we've obviously finished top, which was great. But I suppose our first and foremost was just to get out of it. And game on game, we've got stronger. Obviously. We had a hard-fought win over Alan Gales and then we pushed on comfortably better than Riley and probably and then comfortably enough better Matter Hamilton. But again, they're only group games and I think this, this is when the championship starts. So I think it's irrelevant for all the great work you've done in the group. The main aim is get to a quarter-final and I suppose now it's the real deal and this is where the performances count. I suppose looking at the structure of the championship now, the fact that there was no league for kind of players to get that bit of familiarity with each other and the same team... It, it took a different context, really, the group stages this year. Yeah, personally, I think the group stages nearly felt like league games to a degree. Obviously, the atmosphere is a bit more, but in terms of getting them three or four games under your belt to be hitting the quarterfinals, I felt fact, this was inevitably. That, that was the aim, I say, for a lot of clubs. Um, I feel that we've time in our run right, no more than Carrick and Shannon, as in Carrick are very much in the same boat as ourselves, um, probably coming from a group having two massive wins there when people wrote them off, um, especially coming off the Mohill defeat, you know, to turn around and beat Ahuil and Ahuil and then beat Ballinamore. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to prove a massive challenge. You know, it's three, four weeks ago, we would have been speaking, Jesus, different Mary's team, but now they, they look like a formidable force. And we've always said that, that Carrick always have the players to win the championship. They always have it. It's just about getting it right. And obviously, with an experienced manager in there and, Dennis Connerton and obviously Fergal Reynolds and that you know there's plenty of experience there to help the younger lads. So it's going to prove it's going to prove a real battle. But again, it's it's just going to be a surreal experience playing with no fans there. I think that's the biggest thing for us, and it's just how everyone how everyone deals with that sort of atmosphere. I know myself, I do enjoy getting get a bit of atmosphere with crowds getting on their back, even the abuse coming in from the sidelines. It kind of drives me on. So it's just something I have to adapt to as well, and just playing and it, it, it'll have a challenge match feel to it. But obviously, the outcome is massive to get into a county semi final once again. Obviously, last year in the quarterfinal, it was a fairly wide margin of victory in the end. And I know a lot of Carrick supporters and even some involved in the team were very disappointed with their show in last year. 
it's a different team this year, as you mentioned, the wins against, particularly against Ballinamore and Ahawillan, uh, and the nature of them going behind with sucker blows really late on and then delivering their own sucker punch t- 30 seconds to a minute later in both cases. What are you expecting from Carrick at the, at, on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, amongst that, obviously, the last game, two games have come at the very end. I suppose it was obviously showing of a massive fight in them. And I suppose listen, they've come back with serious character when things were going against them. And there was talk of the manager stepping away and there's different rumours going around. So it's probably brought them on a lot. The likes of these things. And sometimes it's defeat that makes you stronger, you know. And I suppose that's the way they're they're looking at it. And obviously last year's defeat was they probably felt they, they always won. But at the same time, listen, we're both into the same I, I suppose ambition of getting the quarter final. And even though similar panels are for ourselves, I feel we're a lot stronger. We've a couple of younger lads like Caelan Clancy has improved the site in the year. A couple of companies like Dar Rooney again has just stepped up again to a different notch in the last number of games. So we feel that we have enough to get over the line, obviously. Um, we wouldn't be going up there to Park Sean on Sunday if we didn't. But I just think it's going to definitely be a big battle. And um, it could be one or lost anyway with the bench and as you said like Carrick have a very young panel as well you know so we're, we would be we'd be obviously aware of that but in terms of ourselves I suppose with this whole pandemic all we're thinking about is ourselves and I haven't even looked into Carrick's really last few games it's just kind of glad to be out playing football I suppose really breathly and we've an opportunity to get to a semi-final to get back where we were last year and I suppose that's the aim regardless of what Carrick threw at us yeah, I suppose Carrick, as I mentioned, very young panel. You, on the other hand, probably getting towards the latter stages of your career. I'm not going to write you off just yet, but when you look at the game last year, despite you maybe not having a huge impact on the scoreboard apart from freeze, you're at the heart of everything that you did in terms of you didn't move much, but what you did, the distribution was phenomenal. And you, you wrote, the way you play the game and the way you approach the game seems to have changed in the last couple of years. Can we see maybe more of that kind of playmaker role from you on Sunday? Yeah, well, I think it's the way it's gone. As you said, the legs, like the legs, are struggling. Not, not in terms of when you get going. It's just the, the recovery week on week. I'm struggling big time the last few weeks. Um, find it very hard to get get even full training sessions in during the week. So I'm kind of playing game on game. But yeah, my my role has definitely changed. I suppose likes of Dara Rooney, Derek, um, Killian Blown, obviously Kaylon Clancy have stepped up a bit more now to, for me to take the pressure off me. So I'm happy just to distribute. You know, as I said, if I can play and make it the ball to them, they just score, and I'm happy. You know, I suppose years ago. You always wanted to be this top scorer, this and that, but um, like Dar Rooney has taken up that mantle now for us, and like you know, I I'd be in serious admiration for Dara. Like he's still only twenty one, he's fourth year in county senior panel. He's like he's carrying all that pressure when I was that age. I wouldn't have been near the level he's at. So I said I'm in, I, I'm a massive admirer of his, and I suppose I'm happy for him to carry that threshold as such but we have a couple other young lads well able to whatever impact I can have is great and as he says I don't always put the pressure on myself now to be to have to be the best player on the pitch because unfortunately I suppose the legs are the legs are telling me different anyway but the mind is still there and I'm able to I feel I'm still able to have a huge impact for the team They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks but in terms of I suppose your discipline a black card in the first game it seems to have improved since then what do you is that a lesson you've maybe taken from this year's championship? Uh, yeah, I got, I got one against Manor Hamilton as well, unfortunately, Brethany. But I tell you, <laughs> it's, it's the same referee again. This weekend they gave me the two. But listen, I, I adore harsh enough, to be honest. And I, like, it's not something I, I'd be conscious of into a game. You know, I'm not a dirty player. Um, listen, I give as good as I get in any game, you know. And if the player wants to give it, he'll get it back. But it's not in turn, the black cards at all were quite harsh. Um, but listen, that's part and parcel of the game now. You just have to adapt to it. But no, listen, subconsciously, so you go into them games, you don't even think of that part of it. 
Um, red cards, yellow cards is never part of my game throughout my whole career, and it's not going to start now either, you know. But um, no, you just listen. You get off the game, you deal with whatever's thrown in front of you, and as he says, if a black card or yellow card comes with it, well, unfortunately, you just have to deal with it, you know. Absolutely. Well, listen. The very best of luck to you on for the rest of the championship, whether that's just Sunday or what continues on to the semi final or beyond. Uh, the height, the good luck to you over the course of the next few days, yourself and your teammates up there in Kinlaw. Perfect, Graf. Appreciate all the the work you're putting in today, okay? promoting the championship too. Fair play. Thanks very much, Emily. Take care. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Thank you very much uh, for being understanding about the fact that we don't quite have the show we wanted to bring you this week. That is down to, as I said, a family bereavement in my family earlier in the week. We're back. We're up and running. We'll be at games this weekend, and we'll be back on a full schedule from next Monday again. Sorry for being late. Sorry for being a little bit short, but I'm sure you can understand the circumstances behind it. Uh, Don't forget, before I finish up, do check out live.leitrimga.ie. It's where you can get access to all the games from the best seat in the house this weekend with the commentary of John Lynch, Martin McGowan and a fantastic quality broadcast from inside the grounds this weekend. It's the only way, unfortunately, that supporters are going to get to see these games. It's better than nothing. Nothing does beat being there. But in these uncertain times for all of us, um, it is uh, better than nothing and it's an opportunity to get in. It's €7 Euros per game per account effectively. So a whole family can now watch the game for €7 Euros. or the whole weekend. You can watch all four games for some total of €20. Euros. So for less than the price of three games, you get all four. So well worth checking out for anyone who's a, a fan of the, the club. But also it's important to support the service because it would be fantastic. It will be fantastic for people outside the county to have this service available to them in the future. And the more people that support it uh, financially as well as in viewing figures, it makes it sustainable. It makes it viable for people to go ahead and continue to run this service in the future. Anyway, that's it from a a weird week for me personally. Thank you for, for listening as usual. And I will be back with you on Monday. Talk to you then.